0: Hello everyone, I hope you're enjoying your Saturday afternoon and Ahlan Bikum, which means welcome in Arabic, to the episode 2 of the Talking Tales, All Passion, All Pets. This episode is called Alpha Theory, What the F? Part 1. I'm Ad Khalil, your host, and I'm going to debunk the Alpha Theory by using more updated research to challenge the misconception of dog behavior and give you some example. This is something that I'm personally invested in. I spend a good portion of my time studying and researching as I believe that we should spread awareness of how dogs are being abused using such horrendous outdated theory. So join me because you don't want to miss this. If you are a dog parent or a dog lover, I'm sure that you must have heard or been told that you should show your dog who's the boss, who's the leader. The sound of that just want to make me laugh or even cry. It seems like every discussion of dog obedience and dog behavioral problems eventually turns to the issue of dominance. Now, I don't like the word obedience as well, because come on, we're not in the army here. Has it never occurred to some people that we are a totally different species? Why do we need to dominate our dog? Dogs are certainly not interested to dominate us. It really frustrates me that in today's world, where information and research are widely available, yet sometimes people choose not to put effort to inform themselves and refuse to evolve. Especially people who are working with dogs. Can you believe it? I'm not saying that all are bad, but there are a good amount of them. Like many things, if we want to understand it, we must first look at how it all started. The history. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but it all started by this dude, David Mack. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. An American biologist specializing in the study of wolves. It sounds interesting, right? Based on his research, he was the one who introduced the idea of the alpha to describe behavior observed in captive wolf. Yeah, I repeat, captive wolf. But wait for this, in 1999 paper he since rejected the idea in the light of new research into the behavior of wolves in the wild. Now what does that mean? It's simple, his theory was flawed. Do you see where the problem is? First he studied captive wolves where they had to fight for resources like food, space, to mate, etc. Decades later, he realized that his theory cannot be applied to the wild wolf and rejected the entire hypothesis. So how did it make its way to us? You must be wondering what is the correlation between alpha theory, wolf, dogs? The answer to that is because it is believed dogs are a direct descendant of the grey wolves. Yes. Somewhat true when it comes to their DNA markup, their anatomy, as well as some behavior, instincts, etc., which still represents their ancestors. But dogs have evolved, and now they are domesticated animals. Thanks to us, of course, there are still a lot of difference. The other thing is, some people love to say that dogs are pack animals. Yes, group of dogs are called pack just like group of lions are called pride or a pride but the reality is that dogs are not pack animals there isn't a leader of of the pack dogs depend on us for survival for example stray dogs would forage scaven and probably die of hunger at some point point. and hence there are so many rescuers who would set up feeding station or who would go and feed them on a regular basis Despite of so much research suggests otherwise, people still debate that dogs are pack animals and we need to treat them like one. We should stand our ground and show them who's the pack leader. First of all, that is impossible since your dog knows perfectly well that you are not, in fact, a dog. Ah, oh, That word really drives me crazy. A pack leader. A pack leader to a different species. I think it's a human thing that we are so obsessed with uh, the pack leader theory. We have leaders for everything. But what makes it different is that for most of us, we have a choice to follow or to rebel. But dogs don't. And there is one person who comes into my mind who's responsible for this outdated nonsense, who called himself the dog whisperer. He broadcast it on TV, he made it popular, Although he called himself that, there is nothing whispering happening in the background. But pure force and abuse. I urge you to look at behind the scenes of his videos and refer to several science-based researchers done on the method he uses. First of all, there is nothing like a dog psychologist. There is something called dog behaviorist, but you need a degree and qualification to become one. Here, there's an idea for you. You can call me dog treat dispenser, because that's what I am. Now, let's look at some myths and debunk it with facts, shall we? Number one, don't let your dog walk ahead of you. If he or she is ahead of you on a walk, they will walk all over you in all other areas of your relationship. Fact Dogs may pull when walking on a leash for a variety of reasons. They may have desire to play, to explore, investigate, or be social. This can become a learned behavior that is self-rewarding. Meaning, the reward being successful attempt... To experience a new area sent other dogs and people. In other cases, though, dogs may be pulling because they want to get out of a fearful situation. So this is something to think about. The second part of the myth is actually more damaging. How a dog walks on a leash does not reflect your relationship. It simply means you haven't taught your dog to walk on a leash. Number two, eat before your dog. This shows him you're his alpha leader. Oh boy. Fact, dogs are scavengers by nature and it is not a reflection of their place in the pack while watching you eat. Simply put, because we provide the food, our dogs cannot eat unless we give the food regardless if we eat first or second. Dogs learn best by apparent conditioning, and food rewards facilitate that learning process much like a wolf would learn how to hunt a prey. A successful hunt means that a wolf would likely try that strategy again. But it is important to note, wolves in a pack in packs do not display mealtime hierarchy. In times of plenty, everyone eats together and in times of scarcity, the parent wolf would make certain that their offsprings are fed first. Number three, your dog should wait while you pass through the doorways before your dog. Fact, dogs should be taught nice manners at doorways for their own safety and the safety of others. Doorways are man-made structure that have little significance to a dog. In fact, a dog that's punished may learn not to go through a doorway when a specific person is around because he has learned from the past experience punishment occurs. This is fear that you're looking at. Number four, don't allow your dog on a furniture on or on your bed. If you allow your dog to be on the same level as you, you are elevating his status and lowering yours. Oh my god. Fact: Either dogs nor wolves use elevated position to infer social position or hierarchy. Wildlife biologists who have spent their lives observing Natural wolf pack behavior does not observe that higher places are associated with confrontation or challenge amongst wolves. So this is a personal decision on how you enjoy interacting with your dogs and if it is safe. Now I can go on and on but I want to keep some for our next episode. The take from today's episode is that unfortunately a big portion of relationships between pet parents and their dogs are based on misconception of dominance between two different species. Such outdated theory restricts people from genuinely enjoying the company of their dogs as a true companion and not allowing them to be dogs. Many dogs are abused on a daily basis just because of such theory. In the end, it is about how we treat our pets and what sets the tone of the relationship. P.S. Today's episode was referenced from articles written by Dr. Deborah Horwitz and Samantha Green for the Animal Health Foundation and VCA Animal Hospital. So that's all for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Join me again on the 28th of November, where I'll be talking about the part two of this topic. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Anchor, so you will never have to miss any episode. Bye for now and take care.